This is another Astros podcast. I'm with the first-time All-Star Charlie Morton before this second game with the Texas Rangers. And Charlie, just want to talk about the experience in Washington, D.C. You being 34 years old, you get a chance to be among uh, some of the best uh, in the game. What was that like for you? It was something that I really wanted to experience mm-hmm. one time and just just see what it was like. And then you, you mentioned you know, being 34 and I'm really not planning on playing for much longer, that much uh-huh. longer. So I was kind of running out of time to, to do that. <laughs> and so when I, and as, the, as the selections, as the date for the selections grew closer, I started thinking about it more and more. And I was like, you know, it, it would be really nice to be able to, to yeah. just to experience it one time. Do you think your kids are old enough to be able to remember that experience? I don't know because uh, they weren't terribly into what exactly was going on. Like, yeah. Like at the Home Run Derby, I brought our two oldest out, Cam and Gracie, and within 15 minutes they were rolling on the ground, and I got a picture <laughs> of Gracie. She's laying on the ground with a towel over her like a blanket, and they had these little mini bat, um, I, don't, I don't even know what you would call it. They made these little Just like... souvenir giveaways. These, no, these little like fixtures, these little mini bat fixtures. Okay. They had kind of put together and they put a ball where the the ends of the bats intersected there was a ball sitting in there yeah. and they're like they're knocking over those things and they're falling on the floor they got uh, piles of towels that were knocking down and they're rolling on the couches and so they weren't really paying too much attention to anything that was going on, on the field I, they they saw the first few balls that were hitting the air and they uh, I was trying to explain to them like two foul poles and they wanted to hit the ball over the wall between the foul poles uh-huh. and they were like alright well that's I saw one and I've seen them all so yeah. they stopped watching my wife's pregnant she's pretty far along we got three other ones yeah so uh it was a combination of the difficulty the logistics of moving everybody both of our sides of the family came down yeah just getting them around yeah and just a ton of moving parts and then you know then there's the the fact that you actually actually have to go pitch and 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 you're trying to enjoy it all at the same time so it was a it was a hectic few days it was enjoyable and it was a, a special experience yeah what was that like warming up, knowing that you were coming into the ball game? Were, were things flashing through your mind while you're just in the bullpen? No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I was really just focusing on getting ready and uh, yeah. making sure I was good to go because yeah. the last thing I want to do is go in there and you're, you're still trying to get out, yeah. but you're kind of in a situation you're not used to. You're you know, coming out of the bullpen, and the last thing you want to do is get hurt, so I'm down there making sure like I'm trying to do all the things I would normally do. Yeah. And at the same time, be somewhat effective. My goal was not to hit anybody, and I and I managed to hit somebody and give up two homers. But I still I still had fun. Like I still, right. it's something I'll cherish, you know, for the rest of my life. This is probably a weird question, but have you surprised yourself in the last year and a half or so at all? I'm not sure. I think I think I was always expecting myself to pitch well. Yeah at some point if I could just stay healthy if I could just get myself in the right spot physically and you knew the talent was there yeah and and, and I, I believed in that I, I just wasn't sure if it was going to come together because it seemed like I was always trying to alter things with myself yeah. and it never clicked like I, I had I had several seasons and over the span of I don't know five or six years where I felt like I, if you look at the the aggregate numbers and you you say like if you look at this guy who would you say this person was a decent pitcher in the big leagues i'd say yes absolutely but there were there were really good times really bad times there were a lot of injuries so i think the the narrative of myself being never as good as i could be 
Yeah, never. Did that bother you? Did you feel like you were letting other people down? Um, yeah, for a long time. And then I, I started to, th- to think about it a little bit differently. Um, because in, uh, after the 2015 season, I was traded to the Phillies. And I started to think about it. I was like, you know, you're getting your 30s. Mm-hmm. Who knows how much longer you got? Sure. You know, you could just blow out. It could be over. So why worry about so many different things? I still worry about things, but sure. certainly not the way I did before where I was worried about the implications of every game, what that meant for my career, um, every injury, what that meant for my career. And now it's just kind of because I've been able to do a lot over that time, and then especially in the past couple years, been able to experience a lot of success with the team here. Um, And that just, it makes those fears dissipate because I'm not really worried about it being over. Last thing. I want to ask you about Houston. Why has this been such a good fit, and maybe how much do you appreciate the city and the fans here? Two different. I mean, two different things. There's the there's the actual organization. There's the people here. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh had really good people too. The Phillies had really good people. The Braves had really good people. Yeah. In in the organizations, um, but also here, I think what's different is the suggestions of the methodology of how I pitch are different, and they've led yeah. me to be somewhat fairly different pitcher than I was. So, and that, and being able to stay healthy. And honestly, I think timing has been a huge thing. I'm physically in a better spot, mechanically in a better spot, and I'm also in a really good spot for the people I'm working with here and, and the, the guys on the clubhouse. And Houston, the city experiencing what we did last summer, and then doing something meaningful for the community, you know, help, help just doing something. And I enjoy the city, it's eclectic, a place where I feel comfortable. Um, I feel like there are a lot of good people here. I've gotten kind of used to the heat and the humidity and the traffic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I really appreciate that people appreciate us here. We've done well, and that support has been reciprocated. And that's really all you can ask for. Yeah. All right, that's Charlie Morton. First-time All-Star. Congratulations on that, and thank you for catching up. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros hitting coach Dave Hudgens, and the Astros making a move uh, to get Martin Maldonado from the Angels. Obviously a guy you've seen from the other side, but whenever a, a new hitter comes in, a new position player, what, what are some things you go through just to kind of get familiar with, with that player and, and, and get accustomed to what, what they've been working on? Well, I mean, I look at video a little bit before he gets here. And I, like you say, I've, we've seen him quite a bit. Right. Uh, but more of just getting to know him, talk talk to him, see what he, you know, things he likes to do to get ready, how he prepares. And, you know, if we have anything to add as we go, then we uh, talk about that as we go. And I want to ask you about Kyle Tucker, who obviously, you know, much ballyhooed prospect coming up. And, you know, you look at the numbers, obviously, and, and they're not – what you want to see at this point, but it's still early in his career. But it seems like, you know, he's making good swing decisions, swinging at good pitches, just maybe not getting the results. Yeah, I think so. I mean, his, his approach has been okay. I mean, he's swinging a couple pitches out of the zone, but that's pretty normal for a young guy. Um, he's hit some balls hard, but a lot of times he's been on the ground, you yeah. know. Um, so there's no big changes he needs to make or, you know, huge adjustments. I think just like a lot of guy, a lot of young guys, when they get called up, they've got to acclimate themselves to the league a little bit. It's, I almost think it's a little tougher now when guys, when young hitters break in because there's so much information on them. And, you know, in the minor leagues, with everything's computerized and every, every pitch is documented that, uh, you know, they know exactly where hitters' weaknesses are. So 
you know, it's up to the young hitter to come up, make an adjustment, and see how they're pitching him. And, um, you know, and like I said, he's hit a, a lot of balls hard, but a lot of balls have been on the ground that he's hit hard. So I think once he gets balls in the air a little bit and he gets a little more comfortable and he gets a little more confidence, you can see everything's there to be a, a really good hitter. So I've got confidence he'll, uh, you know, he'll be able to make that adjustment. And obviously there are a lot of analytics and numbers and video at, at this level here with the Astros, but a lot of that has filtered down to the minor league side as well. How much does that help when guys come up here for the first time that maybe they, they don't have the volume uh, of information in the minors that they have the majors, but at least they're familiar with, with what the program is? Yeah, I think it helps a lot. They've got a lot of the same type of information. Like you said, maybe not quite the extent, but right. it's a lot of the same type, maybe not as many camera angles and those kinds of things, but they do have a lot of really good information down there. And, and when they get there, it's like Kyle, he knew what, uh, as far as our information that we have, he was familiar with it. He knew what to look for. He knows what he likes to see. So he wasn't overwhelmed as far as that goes at all. I think it's just a, ma- a matter of him getting comfortable and getting some confidence, just like any young hitter, you know, when they first come up to the big leagues. Because there's so much out there to do- Young hitters, and I guess even some some veteran hitters, they almost have to learn how to how to watch video and, and what to look for and, and what numbers they should be paying attention to. Uh, definitely, no question about it. And really, you don't know that sometimes until you get a little bit more experienced. Uh, with young hitters, I really don't like them to come up and get too overwhelmed with too much information, with too much video or yeah. any any of that. Just go up there and play your game and make things as simple as possible is what we try to do. And then. As you go and you see how you're being pitched and you see what kind of things you need to make adjustments to, that kind of information helps you make that adjustment. You, along with the rest of the Astros coaching staff, got to go to Washington, D.C. for All-Star Game, and you were a coach uh, for the American League squad. First of all, that had to have been just a, an, an amazing experience, and as someone like you who's a student of hitting and, and learns about hitting, I'm sure you got an opportunity to, to, get a, to pick some, some guys' brains, some of the, the greats in the game right now. Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, it was it was an honor to be there and uh, just a blessing to to have that opportunity. Um, you know, I talked to as many guys possible, as many guys as I could. We didn't have a whole lot of time because right. we really didn't get a whole lot of practice time. But you know, all the guys come in the cage and they took BP and. You know, I tried to talk to, I, I knew a, a few of them, you know, I know, I knew uh, J.D. Martinez from Winterball, and and uh, I wanted to talk to Judge, I got to spend a little time with Judge, and Betts, Mookie Betts, got to spend a little bit of time with him, and and uh, yeah, I picked their brain on what they'd like to work on, kind of things they do, and I watched their, you know, their routine in the cage, and those kind of things, and you know, I'm, I'm pretty fortunate to be here where we've got, you know, a few stars of ourselves, so yeah. uh you know, it, it was it was fun though. I mean, there's no greater honor to be around than be around those kind of players. And you know, they're such good people too, great people, and and they want to work hard and they want to get better. And it, it was fun fun to see. Dave Hudgens, Astros hitting coach. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure, Robert. Anytime. The Houston Astros Radio Network. That is on the outside corner for strike three. Man, did he freeze him with that fastball at 97. Robert Ford. Steve Sparks. Charlie Stinkin' Morton. Thought it was Charlie Freakin' Morton. Something like that. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network.